So tonight on Shock Sports Podcast, we have Hype with us from the USFL Network. Me and Eric will be asking some questions. Hype will be answering, and he will also be telling us more about the USFL tonight. Um, so how are we all doing? I am good. Guys, thanks for having me on. It's kind of different being on the other side. You know, I'm always the one doing the interviews, so getting interviews is kind of crazy. Well, it's always good to have a different approach. No, no, absolutely. Um, so USFL Network, how did it happen? How did it start? Yeah, I mean, as far as the way it started, I started out on uh, on Facebook uh, just a couple of months ago, not even three months ago, late January. Um, I just went on Facebook and I'm like, all right, this seems like a pretty cool thing. You know, USFL, I remember it as a kid, um, you know, my, my dad and my uncle's talking about it. And I'm like, let me go ahead and start covering this and looked around. There wasn't much USFL content going on. So I created the, the USFL 1.0 um, Facebook page. Uh, and then from there, um, myself and Webb, we were actually covering another page, another sports page. We both left that page, and I asked him, you want to go ahead and join me? And when he did that, it just pretty much blew up from there. We uh, we kicked it off with our first interview, and then it's just been growing ever since. So it just started out as a Facebook page. Now we're on Facebook, Twitter. Um, we're now on TikTok. That's, that's new. Uh, just started Instagram, YouTube, So, and we do everything live. Are you going to be doing some crazy Juju Schuster stuff? <laughs> uh, <laughs> make the TikToks. Yeah, I mean, we're going to try it. Um, so, okay. we're going to hit them all. Yeah, I'm a bit old school. I, I don't see us doing that anytime soon over here at Shock Sports. <laughs> uh, and I'm and I'm about to turn 26 in June, so um, I don't know. I guess I'm 37, so you're definitely still younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the sounds of that, yes. I don't know. I just could never get into the whole TikTok thing. Yeah, I mean, my I have a thirteen year old daughter, so she's she's into it. So oh, you're used to that. So that helps. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, you see that every day. <laughs> my fiance is the same way. She'll scroll through all night long. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Too. So I guess let's just ask uh, ask you a straight question: uh, How are our uh, maulers? Do we got a shot at this? Uh, with Kyle Oletta, absolutely. Um, I really do. I. You know, we're trying to get him on. Um, we're in talks with him as well. But looking at his tape, um, you know, he, he's great under pressure. Uh, he can move. He can roll out of the pocket. He's got a quick strike. I think you guys have a shot. You know, I think yeah, he's so he's so underrated. going to start? No. Now, based <laughs> on the look of their team, it looks like the Maulers are going to be a uh, – Heavy running style team. Um, I see Kyle Alletta maybe getting twenty passes a game. The way they're set up. Yeah, I mean, it, and again, it's a crapshoot though. Um, when it comes to styles and things like that, we hear, you know, with all of our lives and interviews, we hear a lot. You know, the running game, the running game, the running game. But come game day, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, we've seen very little. Training camps just going, getting started, and getting underway. So we don't know exactly what the game plans are going to be until we actually see them on the field. Kirby Wilson also drafted a heavy, experienced, older front line. I don't know if anyone caught on to that, but our Mollers do have the oldest line in the in the USFL. Did not know that. 
so that's that's new to me. So thanks for pointing that out. Um, who did we have on? We had on what was it, Matt Seibert? Yeah, yeah Matt Seibert was on, and I missed uh, that. I was at work whenever you guys were doing yeah. that one. Tight end. Uh, I think he's going to be uh, a big asset to the team. So, you know that not so much Gronk, but but faster. You know what I mean? So, I think he's he's agile. He's 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 athletic. So I think uh, him and they Kyle. Hook up. With this two forward pass too, we also have some wide receivers that can also play quarterback. So yes. they do have arms. And I think that was a heavy thing with the whole draft was to find that other team or other key part of the team because of the two forward passes. I think that's going to be very um, big in this league. Oh yeah. Not just offense either. It's, uh, you know, if you look at the draft history and, you know, the, the player profiles, the versatility is ridiculous. You know, you get, you know, we have a fullback, we have a tight end running back all listed as, as one. So the versatility, they draft the guys that are going to be in, in, you know, playing multiple positions. So like our long snapper is also a defensive end. Right. Right. And I that, I mean, that comes into play too. Like, yeah, they went ahead and they were a long snapper, but they were a long snapper. What? Like in high school, maybe, you know, or just um, the start of college. Call that up real quick. Hold on. It's crazy how they, uh, what, how it all came about with their whole drafting scheme. Linebackers. I retweeted. I retweeted all my stuff, so it was all on top and easy to find. <laughs> I seen like offensive line slash defensive line as one position for. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. pretty dope, dude. You can play both sides of the ball. I mean, like, how often do we see that? I mean. Growing up in New England, Boston area with the Patriots, the last time I seen it in a professionally for me was you know right. um, Troy Brown and Rayroll as well. Yeah, you know, um, so it, it's crazy to see that, but it it gives them, you know, it gives the the eyes that are that are watching the versatility that they they may be looking for. You know, they may be overlooked yeah. because of a player being just in one position, but. The USFL is exposing them to other other spots of the field where they can, you know, hopefully find a spot in the NFL because that's the overall goal, of course, for everybody in this league. So, I, I like our running backs. I like both of them. They're big and they're fast. I think I think they could be very troublesome. Um, what else? Um, I didn't I didn't put on here where he played defensive end, but it looks like it might have been. Oh, he played defensive end. It looks like in. College and long snapper. It looks like he did both. Oh, okay. Um, I was just looking that up. So, sorry. Um, I think too with with every team, the the running game is going to be it's going to be a big part of their game just because of the fact that these teams are just being thrown together like right now. You know, what I mean, it's not like these guys have gone out and played together for a long time. Maybe there's some guys that know each other, but I mean, they're literally just gluing together a team. So it's all about chemistry. It's all about there's many factors before we can even determine what kind of, uh, you know, teams, what, what, what team is going to be what, you know, um, they all have, they, they need the chemistry. If it's not there, then it's just a group, bunch of guys, you know? So uh, it's going to be interesting to see I think who pulls general, it together that fast. looks like the generals are going to be heavy pass. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's many teams that, can go either way. It's crazy. Uh, just, yeah. Like I love our opening week matchup against Todd Haley. 
because these two coaches have been in depth with each other. Like Haley took the OC job off of Kirby, and then, but Kirby does have two rings. The Haley zero, so right. And that's Kirby a that's a late Kirby. game too. Kirby it's beat him in the uh, 09 Super Bowl too with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. It's a late so, game, week one, seven p.m. We do have we do have the upper hand. I feel a little bit, <laughs> at least in that department. But uh, Todd Todd Haley also went out and picked up Eli Rogers too, who he coached. Mm-hmm. Which I guess going after old players, you were allowed. Yeah. And there's a lot of connection between coaches and players uh, going all the way back to high school. And in, in some cases, you know, college, high school, there's history with a lot of guys that were drafted for each team uh, doing the research and a lot of players that we've had on. Um, you can see that in depth, like, Hey, this guy actually played, you know, for this coach or this assistant back in high school, even peewee. It's just insane how far back the connections can go. I did notice that, um, you know, like we had players on here, like Zimbalist Williams. Mm-hmm. He was my first, Zimbalist first interview. Williams. Yeah. And no, no, very personable people. I like them both. Yeah. Seems like if you didn't have a connection to any of these coaches, uh, you were as well. Yeah. Yeah. When, when the, uh, when the draft started and we were covering it, uh, we had a list of players, a long list of guys, quarterbacks and things like that. And we're like, who the hell are these people? Like, where are these people? Like, there's so many, so much more talent out there that are being left off the board. And it's, we had to do the research as we were going live, as we were, you know, continuing the live, like who these guys were, you know, of course we got to know them now, but we were expecting other names. Um, you know, there were some names that were definite, but there was a lot of names like, all right, who is this person? I, well, I did see Paxton Lynch get taken. Right. How he's gonna do? Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna be uh, a starter or what, but I think when he had gotten uh, when he had gotten signed, they had to wait a little bit because I think he was still signed with with the NFL, so they had to wait um, to mention uh, that he was signing with the USFL. So that's why so there was such go, a delay. You could go. You can go from the USFL to the NFL, but you can't go from the NFL to the USFL. So I'm not sure what the technical, you know, with, when it comes to the, I think it's all in the contract. Um, and of course we're not given that, but um, I know if you were in fact the USFL, if you signed with the USFL and you didn't sign with the team, you, you, you can free and do whatever you want. You know what I mean? So, but I believe if you are signed to a team now, uh, I, I'm assuming you'd have to stick out the season. Um, or the contract to be void. I'm not sure exactly how we're, we didn't get into the whole um, contract aspect of it. Because, I mean, it sounds like um, you're deadlocked once you sign that line. I mean, for for any contract, really, if you think about it. I mean, it, yeah. they can they can put in whatever they want as far as, uh, you know, technicalities and things like that. Who mm. to talk to, who can't talk to. Right. Uh, overall, I think the USFL is doing a great job in general with um, uh, promoting positivity and things like that. And that's what we're all about with the network. I, I don't know if you guys seen that. I, I tweeted out this. There's so much negativity out there towards the league because of you know the past and things like that. 
Uh, we don't like to get into that. We don't like to talk legal. Just something we just don't do. Um, but there's so many other podcasts or personnel out there in the community that, that just continue to bash the USFL. But the way I see it, they're doing so much for the community in Birmingham alone. Um, you know, they're putting these guys back to school if, if wanted, if they wanted to, uh, continuing their education. There's so much good in, the, in this league, and we haven't even seen a game yet. So, I mean, yeah, they, they are being helped out with, with Fox and things like that, but there's a lot good coming out of the USFL. No, absolutely. Now are you, um, you going to try and go down to a game or two? Um, well, I'm getting married late July, so I don't think um, the opportunity is going to happen this year. But if it does, I'll you know we'll definitely go down there. Drive over to Canton for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's a possibility. It's closer. I think you know, we're trying. I think our group's trying to go. So. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to go to the uh, playoffs in Canton. I believe it's the 25th and the third or something. Yeah. 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 Well, the championship yeah. is July third, so I don't know when your wedding is, but uh, the twenty third. So, I mean, it's kind of it's it's before. So, I mean, either way, I mean, if if I have the time, then I'm definitely going. I mean, why wouldn't I want to go to you know something like that? You know, especially yeah, Ace was talking about going up too, so he brought it up that he might fly up if his gamblers get in, of course. Right, right, yeah, yeah. We had Coach uh, JD Runnels on, and he was like one of the. The most interesting uh, lives that we've had, uh, the he stories. Very yeah, he the stories that he was telling and uh, just amazing. And we were able to break that the hard knocks uh, type scenario too during that live, um, which that. was a good thing. Yeah. So, are they covering all teams on that, or didn't you get? All I think so. Stuff? No, I think um, what's gonna what's going on is, um, you know, it, just like a, a hard knocks type, they're. They're not just covering one team, but they're covering the, the entire USFL because it's it's a smaller group, so they're, they're everywhere. Uh, we're getting information from guys, you know, that the cameras are on them now. So as soon as they walk through the Sheridan, the, the cameras were there. So um, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think it's where the, um, you know, we, we get the snippets on Twitter and, and Facebook, things like that from their team pages uh, of what's going on as far as training camp. And I think that's all we're going to get unless they release something on their own. Um, as far as like a show for training camps, I don't think so. I think it's going to be within that, uh, within that film. And we have no idea where it's going to be filmed. Uh, who's actually producing it, things like that. I don't know if it's going to be HBO. We don't know if it's going to be, you know, NBC, Fox. We don't know yet. We weren't given that information. We need, we need Steve Sable. (laughs) That would have been cool to have him cover all the uh, cover all this. Yeah, oh yeah. Just with that voice, I mean. But um, so who do you feel is going to win it? See, it's tough because we have nine guys. Well, nine not nine guys, but we have nine individuals uh, within the USFL network that cover uh, pretty much every team on their own. You know, Ace has the Gamblers. Webb has the the Breakers. Um, day one has, you know, the maulers and things like that. So myself personally, I don't have a particular team cause I cover the entire USFL. That's why I'm under the USFL network. Cause that's solely 
you know, myself. So if I had to go ahead and guess just by the talent and things like that, um, to win it all or just, or just playoffs like the last two or to win it all. You're, you're, uh, I guess we'll do conference and then finals. Um, I'm asking a lot right now. No, I know. Uh, let's see. Especially without even seeing a game. I know it's so tough too. I mean, there's so much talent. And again, like I had mentioned before, it's like, it can be all the talent in the world. If there's no chemistry, then there's no, there's no nothing. Um, I mean, we did a, we did a, a poll. We had the, most of us had the, the bandits at, at number one. Um, so this would be a major upset if, if Kirby Wilson pulls this off week one. <laughs> uh, but I can, if, if Kyle Oletta can go ahead and produce um, the amount of talent that I know he, he's shown and he has, I can see the Maulers uh, being up there. Um, but there's, it's just hard to say. I, I mean, Vegas had it 600 to one, the win for the Maulers. Yeah. You know, stallions, uh, we talked a lot of stallions as far as, um, you know, um, another, yeah, another running team, run heavy team. Um, a lot of connections with skip too. Um, but there's, this talent scattered everywhere throughout these teams. So I think once week one is over, we're going to see, we're going to be able to see chemistry. We're going to be able to see how these teams are working, how they're meshing with each other, things like that. Cause you got to build a relationship really quick. You know what I mean? And uh, from right now through training camp to, to, to game day, they have very limited time, you know, as a startup league. So to get things going, but for myself, I can't pick a team. I really can't, but I, I mean, it's a, it's a crab shoot for every one of them. I don't care what Vegas says. <laughs> Yeah, it looks okay. like yeah, Michigan Panthers and Tampa Bay Bandits tied uh, for first, winning the whole league. Mm-hmm. 450 betting odds on uh, FanDuel right now as we speak. So Yeah. That's what I wanted to look up. No, just, worst chances are apparently the Stallions and the Generals and Gamblers. It's mm. tough. According to FanDuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if they go by their own odds or what, but it's going to be... I think they do. It's going to be tough. Uh, absolutely. Because how can Not you determine either. a bunch of guys, you know? That's what I mean. Like, <coughs> they get a couple weeks to for a training camp to get ready. Mm-hmm. You got to worry about injuries as well, too. Yeah. Yeah, and there's not a lot of depth of positions. That's mm-hmm. That was the first thing I thought. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of the idea the way they drafted. Like each round is a position. Mm-hmm. Didn't I? I, I kind of did not like it. But. I can agree. Uh, I don't. The uh, hopefully next season and beyond, uh, they they go ahead and, and do like a live draft where we can follow along and not just uh, social media. I think they did it just more effect get more people interested in in. Uh, you know, more following and more um, engaging online um, is why they, because I mean, they, they brought the first eight guys, uh, all quarterbacks, you know, down to Birmingham or wherever they held the draft. 
and they had them already, you know, picked. So I just want to see it more of a, a structural moving forward instead of, you know, every 90 seconds they're going to throw out a name. It's just too much. Because we were hoping that's, that was the case. And, uh, you know, every every 90 seconds there was a name being thrown out. I didn't like the idea. but It seemed like they were drafting like a fantasy team on Yahoo. You get 90 seconds. But... <laughs> yeah, it was tough. Um, <laughs> it was definitely a tough time. Yeah, I, I remember watching the uh, live draft with you guys, and I was like, this is crazy. Like, everything's getting thrown at them at once, and I have no idea. Like, you guys were covering a guy, and then all of a sudden they hear a ding, 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 and I'd be like, mm -hmm. okay, another guy got drafted, and and it was, you know, you guys were still talking about the last guy. Yeah, you know, what, yeah. Like, the draft that's coming up and where you get 15 minutes in between each pick, which always seems longer. Right, right. Or even if they did, like, because uh, we wanted to cover the first, what, I think it was the first three rounds yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And um, we thought we'd have time. You know, I thought they would take their time. But <laughs> you can't just throw out a quarterback every 90 seconds or a player every 90 seconds and just be able to follow it's just insane like i remember texting, i remember texting ace that morning and i was like brian scott's in this draft and he's like what and i was like yeah. brian scott's in this draft and he's yeah, like I was gonna say, it was hard to even get a player pull yeah for that draft oh and then he ended up going to what new jersey i think or philadelphia yeah philadelphia yeah and as they were coming out we were like oh no we have to go ahead and just google as much as possible as quick as possible so we got like us, I think it was myself, Webb and Ace um, doing the live and we had the others trying to like, you know, go ahead and, and do the research as we were going along. It was just way too much to take, you know, to, to keep up with. It was fun, yeah. but I enjoy like, doing the lives the way we do it now. If you even Fox, the, the draft network was falling behind. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a mess. We noticed that during the supplemental draft when we did our little supplemental draft here, you know, we had Zim on the, we were hoping Zim would have got called and Isaiah Sims. They were both live with us and obviously it didn't happen. And, you know, they were, they were upset, but you know, they, they said, we're going to move on and do our thing. Yeah. Uh, Zim is still, he, he's still working. Um, I believe he's going. He starts, uh, he starts April 1st. He's April got the 1st. Arena, yeah. The arena. He's gonna he's gonna do a report with us whenever he gets settled. He said he'd come back on. Yeah, I talked to him almost on the daily. Um, not even about football, just he's as friends. You know, Great he is. He really is. Great general. I think it was um, one of my favorite um, interviews or lives, just because. Yeah, he was my first, but as far as him being personable afterwards, uh, it was just talk for a hours. good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Good so he guy. was one of my favorites. I'll have him on any time. And the guys that we were trying to have on too, you know, before the draft, you know, as, as we were getting going, you know, we're, we're watching their, their huddles, their, you know, their, their tweets and their, their videos that they're putting out like a Jeremiah Spicer. Like he, I thought he was going to be first rounder, you know, young, like he's a beast. And, he's uh, way. yeah. I watched and, him um, you guys did for the hunger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, USFL Operation USFL Hungry. Yeah, we tried. We thought somebody was going to get picked up. But. Yeah, I, I was surprised by that too. I, I was like, "Did anyone go?" And they said no. And I was like, "Damn, what what are what are these coaches looking for?" Because these guys had it, man. Yeah, and there was a lot of like younger guys, like uh, 
you know, D2 or D1 guys. Um, I mean, the league is, is fairly young. A lot of the guys are young, so. But, you know, we were hoping for one, you know. Um, would have been nice. Spicer. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would have been great, you know. Have him come back on and, you know, it would have been a success, Operation U.S. of Hunger. But when we have somebody on live, um, you know, before the draft, um, it was, even now, uh, a lot of people don't know who these players are. So we go ahead and we try and let them know. We try and give them the floor to, to you know, tell their story, you know, uh, where they've come from, where they played, things like that. So these guys know, you know, the people watching at home, when they turn on, tune into a game, they know who they're actually, you know, watching. You know, they know a right. little bit of history about them. And they're not just going, you know, who's this guy, who's this guy? That so. was the way I approached this Twitter, uh, USS at, at the Hammer. You know, I put background on them. Like, we have the one one guy who played for a local team in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was the picture I posted. I don't have it called up right now, so I can't call his name off top. But he played for Central Catholic, which is a big – that's by you, right, Eric? Yeah, um – you played against him, didn't you? Ten minutes away from my house downtown, Central Catholic. Um, you play? Did you play against them? Yes, they uh, they they recruit players here. Put it that way. They're a Catholic school. They're allowed to do that. <laughs> away with it by the Whippeals every year. Uh, yeah, they're a good. They're a good high school team. We hated them just because they recruited all their uh, players. <laughs> like, but it is what it is. Was about to drop the F bomb and say F Central Catholic, but you know. Yeah, that's kind of right. <laughs> just, just because of that, man. Yeah. Good team, but they poached. They poached from a lot of different schools. They're known as the poachers. Yeah, so I know uh, we got we got some lives coming up Monday and Tuesday. We got one more, uh, hopefully on Thursday. And uh, actually, it is the guy you have coming on. It's Arnold Tarpley. He's the one from. Central it is Tarpley. Catholic. Yeah, I, I I was like, wait a minute, Tarpley's the one from Central Catholic. So yeah, he's he's the Pittsburgh guy playing with the Maulers. Yeah, he is going to be Tuesday nine o'clock. Yeah, that's why I wanted to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> that's up to you guys. Yeah, well, I'll definitely talk to the guys, and and uh, it should be myself. Ace, and I'm not sure about Webb, but, um, you know, I'll definitely talk to them. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot going on with Lies moving forward. And uh, we're, we're fortunate that these guys, they, they reach out or we reach out and they, they respond as quickly as they do. And they're, they're, they don't have to, you know what I mean? I say it so many times in our live, um, you know, I thank them so much because they don't have you to have do what they're doing. And it's, it's just insane, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, every interview we've done so far has been pro bono. I don't expect a charge yet. So it's <laughs> yeah. nice that they're donating their time. Right, exactly. Yeah. Both of our shows for like free. Like, such an honor every time. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they're not that famous or not. Right. No, exactly. And I mean, myself included, and, and I'm assuming you guys too, we're doing it for free. This is my hobby. You know, this isn't my, if I can do this, if I can do this as a job, this wouldn't be a job to me because I love it so much. Yeah. Um, It'd be a fun job. It would be, it would be. Um, But, you know, I invest, it, it started out as just a small hobby, but now it's, 
you know, we just hit the 1,000 mark on, on Facebook as far as followers, and that's a big deal to me. And we just... That's bigger on Twitter, you know that, right? Yeah, I mean, with the entire network, we have the nine individuals that cover, you know, under the USFL network. There's, there's quite a bit more. Um, but coming from a league that hasn't been around, or we're going to say the new USFL or the USFL, uh, that hasn't been around for, you know, 30-some-odd years, and no one's seen a game... I think it's a pretty damn um, good accomplishment to have a thousand, you know, followers covering one league from a Facebook page two months ago. So, you know, I, I credit to every one of the guys that contribute. Um, that's that's inside the USFL network um, with that because uh, without them, I'd still be doing a Facebook page right now. You know. Now I have a quick question for you. Yeah. Were you a little upset that the? Portland Breakers didn't get their team back. I mean, the uh, Boston the Boston Breakers. breakers? Yeah, it would have been great was... because it, it would have fit my accent. You know, the Boston Breakers would have been great. It would have been awesome. Kensington Field, I think they call it. Is that what they played in Kensington? I believe so. Uh, was it next to the bay? It only sat. Yeah. People. I mean, that's I would take it. that. I take and that for got, that's where they got the white sea foam from. The white on the jerseys is supposed to be the sea foam off the Massachusetts Bay. Yeah, yeah. I Great colors. I love the. That's my favorite uniform. You know, as far you know, for favorite jersey colors is is the Breakers because they were originally from where I am, Boston. So what? that's what I was saying. Like, why didn't they give them back their original team? Is it was Foxborough too much to play in? That's. I mean, if that's the case, then. Yeah, that's why they kind of left New England, or that's why they left there in the first place. They couldn't afford the play in Foxborough, and they needed a bigger stadium. Right, and they got the the Revolution there too. So the soccer team, they still play in the old oh, Foxborough. Yeah, New England. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Now, are, you, are you into that? Not really. Not really. I mean, I'll follow it when it comes to like the World Cup and stuff like that. But I, I I'm originally like a baseball guy. Did you go to the World Cup when it was there? Oh, no, no. Were you were you were you even alive at ninety four? Yeah, I'm thirty seven, so I was. <laughs> I was just wondering because it was in New England, right? Wasn't that wasn't that one of the spots for the World Cup when it was in the uh, U.S.? I believe so. Oh, or the, or it might have been a qualifying. I'm not sure. It was a long time oh, ago. I thought. It was I, mean, I think I was into like Power Rangers back then <laughs> in ninety four. <laughs> go, go, um, so are you a Red Wrestling. Sox fan too? There, hype. Uh, big, big time. I, I got tattoos and everything when it comes to the Red Sox. Um, I've been, I've been the Fenway once. Okay. I'm loved it. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm a fan of baseball in general, but, uh, um, Red Sox are anything local for me. Um, hey, I'm looking, I'm looking to try and get people that want to represent their team to come on and talk about their team if they want, if you want to come back. Yeah, that. there you go. Yeah. Uh, like again, Boston. I got no one for Boston yet. All right. I mean, I still follow Boston like crazy, so I'll never stop. No matter right. how much in bet time I it. have invested. If you want to do it? Let me know. And definitely keep me in mind. Uh, I will talk Red Sox all day long. I, I like Fenway. That was my favorite park by far. I guess. I've yeah. Been, I've this. been there like sixteen of them, so <laughs> Fenway was my favorite. <laughs> Besides PNC Park, I mean, but that's your home team. Yeah. yeah. On the road, uh, Fenway was my best so far. Way way better than that Yankee shithole. <laughs> There's a big Yankees fan above you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
No, um, maybe the Yankees won't choke in a wild card game this year, like we did at the Boston last year. Um, we're hoping for better results, especially with that Josh Donaldson trade. But we'll see. I'd just like to see the Red Sox be more consistent with starting pitching. That's all I want to see. Yeah, I was going to say Chris Hill, man. He's really sailed off. No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they signed a couple like more. Jacoby Ellsbury signing was, huh? What's that? I said just like the Yankees' Jacoby Ellsbury signing. Yeah, you got the name, but... Still paying yeah. that bastard $15.8 million a year to sit and do nothing. Yeah. I do have one more question for you because this came up in like early talks of the USFL on our podcast earlier in the year. Do you feel the XFL is going to join this and make it a West and an East? Um, I do not. Not anytime soon. Um, Fox, they have a three-year commitment, you know, with the USFL. Um, I think we're good until year three. Season three, you know what I mean? Anything can happen, of course, but I think the USFL is locked until then. Do I don't see it going anywhere. Time to build the XFL to let them try and work something out to make it bigger across the U.S.? I mean, it's tough to talk about XFL when, you know, they... Yet, I, know. I know. Yeah, I mean, they, they started out, you know, of course, COVID, you know, crushed them, but... Um, they never came back, you know. And uh, now we have the USFL. Yeah, they were. But now it's like we have the USFL, and this is being, you know, broadcasted everywhere. Now it's all right. So the Rock is teamed up with the NFL with the XFL. So it's like I don't know. I don't. I don't see it. We were thinking like because the Rock got involved now. We were just thinking, like, are they going to try to combine them to make them that big and have Canton as the primary playoff spot for these teams instead of keeping it in the home stadium, which Tom Benson Stadium only sits 20,000 versus what they would get in, I, I guess, like, we'll stick with Birmingham. They're probably going to play in Tuscaloosa, right, if they would do a playoff game, so it sits 106 or whatever, whatever Birmingham sits. Because I think Princeton only sits forty five thousand from what I was reading, but they're gonna yeah. I mean, so both, I season think. is that correct? They're gonna try and play in both stadiums. Yeah, it's gonna be Legion and then um, Princeton. So they're gonna yeah they're gonna they're, they're gonna split it up, but then it's gonna the playoffs will be in Canton. Um, but that's just season one. You know they're gonna leave this bubble together for season one, and then hopefully season two and three they'll branch out. Um, but they've invested so much money. Uh, into this league so fast. So I hope it succeeds because I am the USFL network. So, you know, what am I going to do? Um, I hope it succeeds too. I'm not, oh, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Even if yeah, they do merge, question, you know. If, is this a spring league we can rely on? I, I say yes. For the next three seasons, absolutely. They're not going anywhere. There's too much money invested. There's too much talent uh, to wait around for the for the XFL to get started. Yeah, they, we, we see the... the uh, you know, the training camps and the pro days, whatever they got going on for the XFL, but the USFL now is where it's at. So, um, I was hoping baseball would have stayed on strike. So this could have taken off more. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot more when the season begins and it's nationally televised. We'll see more uh, yeah. fans. Yeah. There's another bad take by me right there. I thought this lockout was going to be all the way, but 
I somehow too much money. Out. Too much money. Too much money. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the way it went. So, oh well. I've been I've been so pumped up for the start of USFL. I've been watching old uh, old USFL games from the eighties. I just bought the book on Audible. It's a ten hour book. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, the rise of the USFL and the fall and things like that. Um, the, of course, I, I watched the Small Potatoes on ESPN Classic, but the actual book I'm interested in, just because it's history, you know. Just wanna. I know. I know. When I was growing up playing baseball, the Maulers practiced on the same field we played baseball on, and on Moore Field in Brookline. and oh, okay. they would always practice after us after we were done, and we would always sit around and watch. That was the Mike Rozier days and all that. So it was it was pretty neat to watch if, like an actual football team play, and we we're like, okay. yeah. But they had the old mesh jerseys on, and they looked awful. <laughs> they looked the old awful. school. Now everybody yeah. wants them, though. They they all want those jerseys. Now. I thought they were going to go back, and then you know we got we got our jerseys that they, they don't I look too mine. bad. They don't look too bad. Oh, yeah. Man. Except for we should have, we, you know, we can go into Jersey talk a different day because it's 1030 and you have to go to work, right? I do. Unfortunately, I wish I would have got home sooner so we can actually had some, uh, you know, a longer discussion. But I, I mean, if you guys want me back on and we'll do a, a, oh, a full day of it or, you know, yeah, we'll doors, definitely. Doors, uh, open. doors, we'll, open. Uh, doors open for you, um, especially throughout the season. Yeah. And we'll be around. Um Myself, you can you can contact me personally. I am the USFL Network on Twitter, Facebook, and all that stuff. And everyone else is is there as well. We're we're all together. We're all we're all in this together. There's nine of us. So I talk to Day One a lot. Yeah, I'm a not good guy. Lie. I talk to Connor. I talk to Ace too. Yeah, to another Ace. good guy. I'm a good bit. Yeah, I love them stay all. In, so stay in the loop, man. Definitely. Well, guys, thank you so much for having me. It's different again on this side. It's crazy. Oh, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, we'll set up this baseball thing and we'll get that going too. A little, little different atmosphere. Yeah, and uh, let you know about um, Tarpley on Tuesday. Yes, let me know. Thank you. That'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Have a great night. So I can look up a couple hey, thanks, more. I appreciate couple it. More no, go ahead. I'm sorry. What was it? What'd you say? I said let, let me know if if you guys are gonna let me come on so I can at least like be more knowledgeable. All right, no, sounds good. Absolutely. Like, I know he's a Central Catholic boy and all that, so. No, we're good. But, and he's from the hometown, so this is just, it just makes it more awesome. That's the one plus of him. The minus is Central Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah, well, um, do you want to tell people all your all your uh, information on our site so they'll know how to get you or check you out? Yeah. Um, sure. Um, I am hype. I am at USFL Network on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram is the USFL Network. Uh, also TikTok, uh, the USFL Network. Now we are all over the place. So I mean, myself, it, you know, wherever you see at USFL Network is me. Um, but the other guys, you know, at Ace. Um, pocket aces underscore usfl that's ace uh at nola breakdown that's web um uh, at pitballers day one you know who day one is he does all our graphics um we, we have so many uh, that i you know wish i had my list but there's nine of us i know there's nine of us so must be number nine. 
I must be. Yeah. Not. It's about the same number of band members as Slipknot. At Hammer Time Pit. <laughs> and you can follow me on my personal at uh at Eric underscore Reffert underscore ninety six, and you can follow us at Shock Sports Pod on Twitter. So it's a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank you guys. Maybe next time we can get uh, Ace on the show too. Yeah, I'll ask him. See why not. I'll ask. He was gonna sleep yeah. on tonight, but he's at Army. So. Sounds good, guys. Well, I gotta definitely get to work. It's past that time. Hopefully, they're not All watching. Right. But you guys All take right. care. Have a good one, man. It was nice meeting you. Pleasure being on the show. Thank you, and we'll definitely line it up again. Absolutely. Take care, guys. Oh, that was great from USFL Network, and we'll see you guys next time. Uh, we will be talking with another uh, person from another podcast tomorrow, and uh, I guess we'll be bringing them on for our main show. So stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll see you next time.